0: Are you in search for an opportunity to link arms with another woman in a mentoring relationship? Perhaps you desire for someone older and wiser to come alongside you to offer godly insight to your spiritual journey. Or maybe you feel God is calling you to invest in a younger woman to purposefully encourage her in the unique tasks the Lord has placed on her life. Today on Bloom, we'll talk about Flourish, An exciting mentoring ministry opportunity available to women and the powerful impact a mentoring relationship can have on women of all walks and seasons of life. I'm your host, Jen Robinson, for June 23rd, 2020. Welcome to Bloom. This is a podcast designed to encourage, inspire, and grow women in their relationship with each other and the Lord. Today with me is Elizabeth Engelhart. Welcome, Elizabeth. Thanks so much. Thanks for having me today. So Elizabeth leads the Flourish ministry for the women at Grace Church. So Elizabeth, for anyone listening who is not familiar with Flourish, how would you describe to them what Flourish is and the purpose of Flourish?
1: Well, the heart of the Flourish ministry is to see women become firmly rooted in Jesus Christ and in the living word of God. Mentoring Mm. relationships between older and younger women can be a beautiful and really rich place for growth. Flourish is a one-year relational commitment where older women of faith are connected with younger women of faith simply to encourage and challenge each other in their walks with Jesus.
0: Mm. I love that. So how long have you been a part of the Flourish ministry, Elizabeth?
1: Well, that's kind of a funny story because um, it started back when my youngest child graduated from high school and he was off to college. And I began to ponder what was going to be next in my life Mm -hmm. and what was it going to look like? So I was praying and crying out to God and and just asking the Lord, what do you want me to do with this next season of my life? Mm
2: -hmm.
1: And mentoring was how God answered. I was a little surprised that God would answer with this because I had never had a formal mentor relationship in my life, Mm -hmm. and I had never mentored anyone in my own life. I simply had always had a really deep desire to have an older, wiser woman spend time training me and guiding me in my faith. Mm -hmm. So it was a little bit scary and um, a tad bit uh, uh, unsure of where the direction would go that the Lord was leading me, but... I ventured on, so (laughs) once I got into it, I could see that um, this was requiring a good dose of humility and (laughs) stick-to-itiveness to pursue this, because even with that, I was terrified. Sure, I had no idea what I was doing. Mm. So I I spent some time looking for curriculum online to use, and then after I found one, I approached Joyce Meegans and I said, hey, I found this great curriculum for mentoring, can we use this and start a mentoring program at Grace? And her response was, no, we can't. (laughs) So after we both had a good laugh, she went on to explain to me that um, someone had to try it first to Mm -hmm. see if it would work. And then we could talk about using it at Grace. (laughs) So I set out to find a mentee, which seemed a little odd to me because people aren't just walking around the halls of the church with signs on them saying, mentee (laughs) looking for a mentor. That'd be nice. (laughs) Right. But... You know how good God is. Mm -hmm. He always has a plan. So he was faithful to provide and a plan he definitely had. Through a couple connections, uh, a young woman who was seeking a mentor at that time had reached out to someone I knew at Grace who I had been talking with about mentoring, and then she connected us. We had an amazing year together, that young mentee and I studying God's word She was so patient with me because I had a lot to learn, but we both grew that year, and she is still a dear, sweet friend who I love spending time with. Mm -hmm. So after we finished that year, I marched right back into Joyce's office, and I said, okay, we did it. Now can we start a mentoring program at Grace? And the answer was yes, now we can. Mm -hmm. So we started with Titus II mentoring for three years, and then last year in May of 19, the Flourish curriculum was published, for the first time. And when we saw it, we knew it was fantastic curriculum and that we wanted to transition into using it.
0: Mm. You know, just listening to you, Elizabeth, I really hear the sincerity of your heart. And I think God really honors open vessels who are saying, I'm here, use me, do what you want to do with me. I'm yours. And you're right. Like you said, God is faithful when you're willing He orchestrates all the details. And when he calls you to do something, it's amazing how things just fall into place, isn't it? Can Mm -hmm. you share with us a little bit of your personal experience being mentored? Sure. You know,
1: it's funny. I never had one specific formalized mentoring relationship Mm. And I don't think I'm alone in that because as I've had time to talk with other women um, over the years about this, there are those of us out there who really can't point to one specific woman who spoke into our lives. What I would say is that after I crossed the line of faith and I surrendered my life to Christ in the fall of 1991, I was pursuing studying the Bible and by participating in Bible studies in my church. And most of those were written by Beth Moore and taught by Beth Moore. She has had a very loud and impactful voice in my journey of faith. I've always longed for a mature older woman to speak into my life, and honestly, I still do. There are many in my life now who I glean nuggets of wisdom
0: from, and I'm super thankful for all of them. Yeah. You know, when I was younger, I was the oldest of my group of friends. So I got to be the first to drive and the first to get married and the first to have kids. So I was naturally placed in positions of leadership. But then when I stepped into adulthood, I became one of the younger women amongst my friends circle and adult peers, which allowed me to have those organic mentoring relationships. And honestly, I just ate them up. I'm a bit of an old soul. So I love being around women who are older than me. When my kids started going to school, I began attending a Moms in Prayer group. And one of my mentors, who became one of my friends, taught me how to pray. And, you know, growing up in church my whole life, I thought I already knew what a, a good prayer life looked like. And I didn't think that I needed to necessarily learn how to pray. But um, the most significant takeaway I learned was how to pray through scripture. And it completely transformed my prayer life. And you know I wasn't seeking to be mentored and sometimes these mentoring relationships happen without women actively pursuing them mm-hmm. but what I love about Flourish is that it is very intentional. Mm-hmm. So let me ask you why do you think women need to be mentored in this intentional way? Because
1: mentoring is it's very unmistakable in scripture. We see it all over scripture mm-hmm. that we're called to mentor in the next generation. Mm-hmm. We mentor because the way we live really matters and we're called to influence the way other people live as well. And because these intentional relationships create a safe place for us to listen, to ask hard questions, Mm -hmm. to diligently pray for and unconditionally love the sweet mentees in our care. The goal of this mentor-mentee relationship is to point them to Jesus and he'll work out their purposes in places in the world. Right. The mentoring model that's described in Titus 2 is the one we obey Christ's commission. It is one way we live the legacy of biblical womanhood to the next generation. And God makes it very clear in Titus 2 verses 3 through 5 that it is our role as older women to be trained and taught mm-hmm. to be reverent and then to teach what is good and train the younger women in that. Mm -hmm. That alone could be the reason for being in a mentoring relationship, but on a personal note, both in my own life and in the lives of the women who've been a part of this ministry over the past five years, I've heard countless stories and testimonies of healing, bonding, freedom, revelation, and restoration, and so much more fruit that's come from these sweet relationships It's become so obvious to me that authentic, intentional relationships are at the heart of what God wants for His
0: daughters. Mm. Amen. You know, I truly believe that women crave both a relational and a transformational experience in their spiritual growth. We want to connect and we want to have a genuine sense of belonging, but we also desire spiritual depth that is real and authentic, something that inspires us and strengthens our faith. So how do you believe the Flourish mentoring model accomplishes both of those?
1: You know, we all desire to be a part of a group of people, a family where we can make a difference, but also where we can be known and loved mm-hmm. and valued by that group of people. Mm-hmm. If we're being honest with each other, it can be kind of tough sometimes to share our life in a real and authentic way with people. And it, it can be a little scary. Absolutely, But The beautiful part about spending time with women who are just a little bit ahead of us in life is that they've walked through hard things. Mm -hmm. They get it. Right. They're in the process too of learning how to be totally dependent on God. Mm -hmm. And they've seen him bring them through tough spots where he's healed them and brought them freedom. Mm -hmm. That can be a huge encouragement to a younger woman to see that Somebody has found wholeness and healing by depending on God, by depending on His Word, and depending on His power to transform them. When we're in these relationships where we trust someone and we allow ourselves to be vulnerable and share our challenges and our hurts and our sufferings authentically with someone, Mm -hmm. and we're looking into God's Word for those solutions, that's where we see fruit of the Spirit in Mm -hmm. our lives.
0: You know, Elizabeth, I love the phrase that you spoke, being part of a family where we can be known and loved and valued. Such key descriptors of God's heart, fully known and perfectly loved. What a picture of grace. And having someone who walked ahead is in the right position to be able to offer such grace and encouragement. You know, as I mentioned back in part one of this topic, and you mentioned earlier, Paul tells Titus to teach the older women, so in turn, they can train the younger women, because frankly, we need someone who gets it, right? Yep. <laughs> so we also recognize that an older woman is not clearly defined in scripture, but we want to understand is that it basically is someone who is further down the road spiritually. Now, have you been able to gauge the definition of spiritual further down the road Or is there a common age difference that you generally use? How do you determine that?
1: When we're talking about defining someone who is spiritually further down the road, it's really kind of simple. There's always someone who's older than us spiritually, and there's always someone who's younger than us spiritually at every age and every stage of life. Mm -hmm. A woman who is older spiritually is simply someone who's been walking with the Lord a little bit longer maybe experienced a little bit more life, and perhaps has had more opportunities to apply what she's learned and has found freedom in that. Biological age really doesn't play a huge role, but oftentimes it just kind of works out that way anyhow. Sure. But typically, uh, we look at spiritual maturity as evident in a woman who's had time to apply consistent spiritual disciplines in her life, and that's led her to having greater intimacy in her
0: life with Christ. You know, I think more often than not, we are naturally drawn to women who are in the same season as we are. Have you noticed that? Mm-hmm. We want someone who is walking next to us as we experience the same day to day highs and lows. It's hard to sometimes relate with a woman if you have a screaming toddler, but she doesn't have children yet, mm-hmm. or to discuss the struggles in being married to a newlywed who is still completely infatuated in the honeymoon stage. Right. You know, picking on the younger women for a moment, I have had some women express to me that they just don't feel a woman from an older generation will understand what they're going through. Times have changed, they're not in touch with the issues going on today. So what makes entering a mentoring relationship with an older woman relatable?
1: Well, we're all women. That's the first thing I'm gonna say about that. (laughs) Right? so um, we definitely can identify on that. But the most relatable and parallel relationship that we all have in common is our love for Jesus. Yes. And that being said, we will have some differences simply because we've grown up in different generations. But the beauty of that is that we can learn from each other. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: We can grow in love and grace as we see that each of us is a daughter of the King Mm -hmm. and each of us is created in His image. So we can relate in our common identity in Christ Jesus is cross-generational because he always has been through Mm. all generations. He's the foundation and cornerstone of our faith. So as mentors, we spend a lot of time praying for the younger women who God's allowing us to spend our year with. And he's so faithful to bring us alongside the women that he knows we can relate with in the best possible way and where he can bring the most fruit from those relationships. Mm.
0: I I love that. God is cross-generational. You know, going back to what Paul wrote in Titus, he gave out specific instructions for the older women as a guide for these areas to encourage the younger women. So in Titus, older women were instructed to train younger women in four key places. It was how to be a woman of God, how to be a godly wife, how to be a godly mother, and how to be a keeper of the home. So in and in an essence here, it's naturally, it's placing women almost in, in categories. So women are in all different seasons and walks of life. Some women are young, some are college-age women, some are married, some are divorced, some have children, and some may have no children. So tell us how you believe mentoring is universally relevant and not limited to one particular stage in life.
1: Well, it is universally relevant because those of us in mentoring relationships are followers of Jesus Christ and want mm. to keep moving forward and growing in our faith. That's mm. really at the base, baseline of all of this. Mm. Teaching and learning are at the very heart of our faith too. Jesus was a teacher right. and to be a disciple means to be a learner. All mm. of us in every stage of life should be continual learners and for our entire lives, spending time in God's word and hearing from God. And we, we all want to know him more This is our lifelong pursuit
0: for all of us who are believers in Christ. Yes, I agree. You know, for years, I received an expansive collection of wise instruction on marriage and family from speaker and author Nancy DeMoss Wolgamuth, a woman who spent most of her life as a single woman and has never had children. Yet God used her ministry to speak into my life in these areas time and time again. Mm -hmm. In fact, she was... um, she would always say on her, her radio show that if she was discussing topics of marriage and motherhood, she wouldn't exclude the young single women. She invited them because even though they weren't mothers yet, maybe they weren't wives yet, she wanted them to listen because God's word has the power to prepare, even for the seasons that we have yet to walk through. That's right. So we dug into how mentoring relationships are relational and relevant, but let's talk about another common concern for women, which is time. Now, life is incredibly busy. Just ask any woman. Mentoring relationships are a big investment of time. So what would you say to a younger woman who feels she is already deep in the trenches of raising young children, maybe working outside of the home, and believes she doesn't have the time to be mentored? I would say she is Absolutely not at all alone in feeling that
1: way. (laughs) We have all felt that way. And sometimes we still feel that way. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That season of life is a very busy one. Mm -hmm. And most moms, if they're being honest, would say they feel exactly that way. Which is why finding a way to incorporate a mentoring relationship into her life is what will give her encouragement and support Mm -hmm. and very practical life-giving wisdom that she can apply and use to maneuver through that season, mm-hmm. and then as well into other seasons that come after that. Mm-hmm. Each leg of our journey brings really unique challenges, and the best way to face those challenges is with a heart of gratitude and to see it through the eyes of our Savior. That's the end game here. The main goal in mentoring relationships is to bring everything we encounter, every season we encounter, and everything that we have in our life and see it through a biblical lens. Yes, You know, I I often recall a time when I had three little ones under four years old. I was involved in a mom's group that met two times a month. And on this one particular day, I'd invited a friend home to my house after our mom's meeting and her kids came back to our house for lunch and they were all playing together. And we were going to just have a time of fellowship together. Mm. In those days, I was lucky to even get out the door, let alone have a clean kitchen. (laughs) So, when we arrived at my house, the kids went off to play, and I started making lunch. And my friend, who had never been to my house before, jumped right in and started washing all my dishes and cleaned up my entire kitchen. Wow. (laughs) At that point, I had only been a believer for about two years. But her loving actions impacted me so much that day. Mm -hmm. I still have never forgotten that. It it wasn't necessarily like an organized formal mentoring experience. It was simply a sister serving a sister. Mm -hmm. And that set such an example for me of how to love another sister in Christ. Mm -hmm. That taught me so much that day of how to love and serve one another And those are the kinds of things that in mentoring relationships we talk
0: about and we share with each other. It's really very, very special. So what you're saying is if I apply to be mentored, someone's going to come to my house and do my dishes. (laughs) (laughs) I can't guarantee that. Not exactly. (laughs) But that is seriously such a practical way that she showed Christ's love to you. And it's so often those moments, a word of encouragement, a prayer, a prayer, that God uses to make the biggest impacts on our lives that is the blessing of being in the role of the mentee now, on the flip side, considering the role of the mentor, does being a mentor mean you have all the answers? <laughs> Mentors must have life all figured out, right? No <laughs> goodness, no, absolutely not,
1: and we talk about this a lot. Um, the older we get the more we realize, honestly, how little we know
2: Mm. and
1: how much more we need to learn and how little time we have left to learn it. (laughs) We do the best we can to share stories of our life experiences and how God has changed us and shaped us and molded us over the years. But we're also quick to talk about how we're still looking for victory in many areas of our lives, Mm. too. We're learning and growing right alongside the women that we're meeting with.
0: And that's one of my favorite parts of these relationships. Elizabeth, can you share what has been a personal takeaway for you from a woman who mentored you? Mm-hmm. Like what little gems of wisdom or insight did she speak into your life that just stuck with you?
1: You know, there were so many, and I wish I had a better memory, honestly, because <laughs> I certainly wouldn't be the woman I am today without all of those incredible women who've sewn into my life over the years. But as I said before, I I didn't I haven't had a formalized one-on-one mentoring experience, but I've had some organic mentoring experiences where I've had significant takeaways from those. And the first one that came to mind was a lesson I learned from Beth Moore many years ago. In her story, she found herself disappointed because she had expectations that weren't met by the people in her life. Mm. The lesson that God was teaching her and one that I needed to hear in that exact moment, and I still apply it today in my life, is that we can't expect anything from anyone except God. Mm. He always delivers. He's always faithful. And he never lets us down. That's such an encouragement to me that I know I can always depend on my Lord in
0: every circumstance of my life. Sounds like the echoing words of my um, mentor right now. She always says, people are people and nothing more. God is God and nothing less. And yes, I love that. I've heard that from
1: both Mary and Jonathan many times. (laughs) I love that phrase and it resonates in the exact same way. Yeah. Yeah, You know, the second woman who impacted me in many ways, her name was Shirley Denyes. She was our pastor's wife, who was the teacher in that young moms group that I mentioned. Mm. There was one standout message from her that um, I'll never forget. When she was teaching on this one lesson, she taught us that kids spell love, (laughs) T-I-M-E. She went on to say that kids won't remember when they're all grown up if their house was clean. Mm. What they do remember is if someone showed them love by spending time with them and genuinely listening to them, Mm. that impacted me in such a huge way. And I I still carry that with me today when I'm investing in my own kids and my grandkids' lives. Mm. And then there was one last lesson that I've learned from a friend and a mentor, and that's from Joyce. (laughs) Her encouraging words in this process of starting Titus 2 and Flourish at Grace were pivotal and still resonate with me today five years later. She said to me, she said, don't ever stop doing what God has called you to do, no matter what. Hmm. Keep watching to see where God's moving and then jump in and join him in it. And that message is what has carried me through and will continue to carry me through whatever God has in this incredible
0: adventure. Wow. Amen. There is no better place than to be in God's will and following his lead in our lives. But I am so thankful that he does not let us walk our journey of faith alone. And he surrounds us with other women who can share in our joys, our fears, our failures, and our victories. What a beautiful model he has provided for us. So if you're listening and you're interested in becoming a mentee, go to the Grace website under Women's Ministry. There's a link there for the Flourish Mentees. And applications are going to be accepted until July 10th. So I really encourage you that if this is something God is placing on your heart, you are in search for an older woman to come alongside you. Please visit the website and apply and get ready to see what God's going to do through that relationship. Yeah. So I want to give a huge thanks to Elizabeth for joining me today. I loved hearing your ministry journey, and I'm excited to see how God continues to use Flourish to grow the Women of Grace Church and beyond.
1: Yeah, we're really excited, too. There, there are lots of women who desire to walk with a mature woman of God for a season And this will give them the opportunity to
0: courageously take that step and to see what God has in store. Amen. I'm going to pray for us today. Heavenly Father, we just thank you, Lord. Thank you for this ministry opportunity. Thank you for Flourish. I just thank you for Elizabeth's heart and for her willingness just to come on today and be able to share what God has done in her life through mentoring relationships and what God has done through other women in mentoring relationships. I thank you, Lord, that you have laid out the groundwork in your word for what you want mentoring relationships to look like Mm -hmm. in the women of the church. Mm -hmm. So God, I pray that you would just use your spirit to call the women to come forth, Lord, that they would have a desire to want to be mentored. Mm -hmm. I pray you'd strengthen every mentor, Lord, Mm -hmm. that is going to be taking on this Big task that you've called them to. I pray that you would give them the strength and the encouragement that they don't have to be perfect. They don't have to have life all figured out, but God, they are just there to be a vessel, to be used by you, to just share the truth with the women in the next generation. Lord, we just pray that you continue to receive all the glory as we grow in the faith and the knowledge of you. Amen. Just want to thank everyone for tuning in to Bloom today. Please join me back on July 7th as we discuss a new topic, Walking in Purpose. Keep growing and God bless.